Okay, cool. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 12th Man Podcast. We're live. You got Blaine over here. You got Brooks on the other side. Brooks, say what's up to the people. What's up, everyone? It's coming off of a crazy week of football over in England. Things going crazy in Manchester. But before we get into that, let's get into this. Let's go through a couple of quick hits and talk about some of the hot things that went around or happened uh, throughout the weekend. So first things first, after a crazy week of Champions League football, it looks like we might be on set to see another English final, both in the Champions League and the Europa League. Um, We got Chelsea and Real Madrid, where Chelsea looks like they have a little bit of an advantage, as well as Man City and down in Europa. What do we got, Brooks? We got Man U and we got Arsenal. Man, you looking really, really, really strong. Man, you looked really good. I mean, they, yeah, you're absolutely right. Man, it took what seven past them? <laughs> so, dude, I lost count. I lost <laughs> count. It looked like an exhibition against the Cosmos in New York City. It was nuts. No mercy. It, no mercy. I mean, yeah, I remember. Uh, I, I was just recently, like, what was this? Twenty? I don't know. Less than I guess two years ago. Was that a? Champions League game in Rome, and now that's like nowhere near what it's looking like it's going to happen anytime soon. So, yeah, Ed and, crazy. Ed and Jacko didn't have any answers. I don't even know if no. Ed and Jacko played, man. No one played, they were playing a bunch of ghosts. Haven't been seeing that guy for a while. Yeah, you're right. Looking like a ghost out there, looking like a ghost, anyway. You know, so good, good luck to the European or to the English clubs. I mean, good luck, I personally. I don't know about you personally. I'd like, I'd love to see PSG figure out a way to uh, get past Man City, but it looked like uh, Mbappe picked up an injury, and I don't know. <laughs> that's that's their guy, anyway. I yeah. Know, he, I, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, no, I was gonna say. I mean, yeah. He 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 definitely he had. There was a stat that showed up, and it said that Mbappe had less touches. Uh, than the goalkeeper, than Kayla Navas, which is insane. Um, yeah, that's they just didn't look good. I thought, you know, the first half, I was like, okay, like PSG might be going through. This would be amazing. And you know, if you could see Mbappe hold the World Cup, Liga, um, Champions League, and potentially even uh, the European Championship, all in, you know, at, at his age, that would be amazing. But yeah. City just looks too good right now. They look too strong, man. Too strong without a striker. Okay. <laughs> Well, no strike. Guess, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll find out. Uh, I think. I think tomorrow, right? Is PSG Man City tomorrow, or is that PSG Wednesday? Man City is tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. So oh. very exciting. Oh boy! Looking forward to that one. Yeah. Set your alarm clock. Don't don't sleep on that one. Okay. Other other interesting kind of kind of European news. So I don't know if you heard about this, Brooks or not, but uh, so right now Bayern Munich are on track to like win like their ninth like Bundesliga title like uh, in a row and um so their coach uh uh Heinze Flick right great coach yeah. came in about halfway through last season got him you know to win the Champions League the Bundesliga DFB Polka all like they won like the quintupler they won everything there was to win they did the whole thing they did the whole dash anyway German German manager looks like he's stepping down at the end of the Euros we don't know if the Bayern Munich coach is going to be the German coach, but that's basically the tradition. And he's put everybody on notice, letting Bayern Munich know at the end of the season, he's going to look at some different opportunities. So what do Bayern Munich do? The dogs they are. 
these dogs. This is this is why, like Bayern Munich's a great team, and they and they do everything they need to do to remain great. Earlier earlier in the January transfer window, RB Leipzig, you know, they're chasing these guys in the league. They're giving them a run for their money. Bayern Munich's like, you know what? We're gonna take your best player. Got him to sign a contract while he was on holiday. Mid season, they announce it. That's a shot. That's a shot. The team's hurting. They're looking at him sideways in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, would you want to be that guy? Yeah. No, I don't want to. I mean, it's like, do you want to be the guy to play from Bayern Munich? Yeah. Do you want to be the guy to leave your team halfway through the season? Yeah, that's like Steph, that's a Steph Curry, right? Or not Steph? The Kevin Kevin Durant. You know. Yeah. You know, can't beat him. Join him. Dio Umpamakano joined him, and when you know it this weekend. They they've all but leaked that they're joint they're gonna sign their coach now. Took them right, you no. Know, oh, your club's within six points of us. You know what? Stomp them, stomp them deeper in the dirt. Let's take it to coach and make sure they never win any silverware here in Germany. There's only one club that can shine over here, and it ain't Dortmund and it's not RB Leipzig. So I, I just I I thought that was crazy, man. It's like like in no other league do you see that kind of create like like that would never happen. At least, I mean, I feel like a few times, like, you sign, like, competition from other Premier League teams, but you never take their best player. Like, that would be like Man City going out and signing, like, Bruno Fernandes. I mean, if you're saying Bruno yeah. Fernandes is Man U's best player, like, I just... I mean, lately he has been. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I, like, I don't think any, like, there's too much pride for any Premier League club to let that happen. I mean, I guess a similar thing happened in France a few seasons ago when Monaco loaned. They didn't even sell him. They loaned Mbappe to PSG. You remember that? Yeah, that was like, okay, like we, we were really not selling him yet, but everybody knew he was gone. He, everybody knew that that was. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like, I don't, it's like you got like an older sibling and you got something they want and they're like, listen, we can do this the hard way or we can do it the easy way. <laughs> Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, I. But what unfortunately does come to mind is how often Arsenal have sold their best player to uh, usually United. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, you got Van, Van Persie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Van Persie, Van Persie Alexis Sanchez. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I. I I want to say it's a little bit different just because, you know, Arsenal was technically going through that. I don't know what you want to call it, not a rebuild or a restructuring, but they were just trying to get their books right. Um, I mean, they were catching, I mean, essentially it was good business, but what we want to see is good soccer. So yeah, yeah they were doing, they were letting everybody go from, I, I want to say like it originally started happening with like Ashley Cole, you know, when he left. Bring him out. Um, and then it just kind of started to spy. Yeah. Say what you will about, Chelsea and Roman Abramovich, but that guy knows how to put money into his club. Oh, for sure. And I think that that's a different, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what else making our rounds around the league. Uh, what happened with Barcelona, man? I thought I thought the the uh, La Liga was theirs to win. What would they do? Let a what? Let a let a lead go by and potentially the tape the 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 the, the title too. So. I mean, they came back, what, yesterday and picked up a good win? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was – I mean, they literally – that was theirs for the taking. Up one nothing, ended up losing 2-1. Just doesn't look good. Yeah. It's like it's like a roller coaster with these guys. They start bad. They get momentum. They get oh. they get worse. Things change. 
futures looking bright. Their destiny's in their own hands. They dropped the ball. They bounced back, but the ball has been dropped. I mean, yeah, you're totally right. They, yeah, they, the ball has definitely been dropped. And, you know, it's kind of it's it's really interesting to see that. I feel like PSG is doing that a little bit too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, even you know the top four teams in Italy were kind of doing that. It's it's really been quite a fun season to watch in multiple leagues this year. So, I mean, I'm not super mad at it, though I am, obviously, you know, being an Argentine, I do want Messi to win every title he can get his hands on. But it is definitely making it more exciting toward the end of the season here, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, speaking of, like, yeah, Serie A teams dropping the ball, I guess we got to say shout-out to Antonio Conte, Lautaro Martinez, my man Big Ron. First Scudetto in, what, nine, ten years? I mean, Juve had won it, what was it, nine years in a row, Something right? Something like that, yeah. They were... I mean, yeah, really huge. Yeah, great for Inter, great for Lautaro. That's the man right there. So hopefully the successor, they can get him and Messi to play together on the same field, on the same, you know, the same field. That would be something amazing in Argentina. But anyway, yeah, really great for Inter Milan. Looking, future's looking bright there. Yeah, I saw, like, I, I actually wasn't on social media. So this week because of, uh, you know, the awareness and all Same. that, but uh, I did see right. somewhere it might it might have been on ESPN. I was watching it, and like they had like the pictures of like the Ender players just like driving all through Milan, just turning up. <laughs> I didn't see that. I, <laughs> yo, whenever like if you get back on tomorrow, like just look 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 for like Romelu Lukaku, just like riding through the city, like yelling, like they are they're having a good time, man. They deserve it. it though. They deserve it. Good, you know. They do deserve it. I mean, really, someone other than Juve deserves yeah. it. Every fan of Italian football deserves this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, that's, it's really big news. Antonio Conte and his baseball hats with his suit yes. deserves it. <laughs> it's, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, really, really big news. I just don't see how at this point, you know, Juve crashed out of Champions League way too early. They're not going to win. They're not going to win anything this year, are they? I mean, forgive I forgive I, us if for, they won a cup somewhere along the way, but I no because I think uh, Dries Mertens' team uh, was it Napoli. I think they beat them in the cup, or maybe they beat Inter. I don't know. I don't think they win anything. I don't see how how Pirlo keeps his job. The legend that is Pirlo keeps his job. I mean, that's you know you've got the best team in Italy nine years in a row, and then you can't get anything done with them. But that's a different. Yeah, story. yeah, that's a different story for a different day. Today, we're going to talk about what everybody else has been talking about. It happened yesterday, you know, what they were calling the most important game in English football. Two old guards, Liverpool, Man U, depending on how the game went, an EPL champion would have been announced that day being Man City if Manchester United didn't win. Brooks, what do you think about the... uh, the incidents, both of the incidents. What, what's your take? Just how you feel? What's this mean? Uh, so, I mean, well, I think that first of all, I mean, I know mathematically it's not wrapped up, but City's the champions. And I'm really happy for Pep again. Um, really happy for Kuhn. Everyone that, you know, plays for City, supports City. Uh, and anyone basically that's not a Manchester United fan. But anyway, um, I think that, you know, the, uh, I've been listening to a lot of things, reading a lot of things, and I feel like, I mean, it was probably really good for football. I think that, you know, the Glazers are really, really awful owners. I think that most of the Americans that own any football team are pretty terrible owners. Uh, and I we have, you know, 
lots of stats, including financials to back all that up. Um, but I think that this was kind of like a shot that needed to be heard or something. Like, I really think that this was, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is awful. There's like, like a 14 year old boy up on the net at all times. He was doing his thing. Oh, it was amazing. But like, seeing the aftermath, like the game was postponed. Like, I think that this sent a pretty strong message. Uh, and that's kind of what the fans have been trying to do for a while, especially since, you know, the ESL coming out and that worked. So, I mean, I think that, you know, good on the United fans. I think that that was something that I think needs to be done. You know, you hear how much money the Glazers have, have taken from Man United and that's just, it doesn't make a happy fan base. So, I, I mean, this is, I think it was something that is actually pretty good and I hope the outcome uh, remains positive. Okay. So, I mean, here's my, okay. I'll tell you where I stood when I, so when <laughs> yeah. the first, so I was, I was actually, I was going to watch, I was going to watch the game with a couple of friends and I was looking forward to it. Actually, mm-hmm. I'll tell you the truth. I was also a little bit tired from the night before. So I wasn't really looking forward to getting up and being somewhere at nine 30. So halfway through the Arsenal game, they, they like cut over and they're like, oh, like scenes from Old Trafford. And like the first, the first right. group went in, right? They went in, right? I mean, I don't know how peaceful a break-in can be, but they broke, they broke down the gate. Maybe the, maybe security let them in. They got through. They stayed in for about five minutes, you know, lit off the flares. They were wearing like the green and the yellow for like whatever Manchester yeah. used to be before it was United. I don't remember, to be honest. I don't, I mean, I don't even think I was alive, but, uh, no. but uh, whoever they were. And I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was tasteful. I was like, you know, like, they're not like, I thought it was, I thought it was tasteful. Yeah. I was like, you know, like, they're not like in here, like they didn't bleach the pitch. They're not burning. I think a couple corner flags got taken. I was like, you know what, this is tasteful. You know, like, I don't really think anything needs to happen besides like they came in they made themselves their voices heard and you know it's like if you if you hate i mean here's my, here's my only thing i'm like if you hate the club so much but you also love the club so much that, like that's like it's like a little confusing right it's like you hate the club you love the club yeah. but you hate the owners but the owners but the owners like they do they hate the club or do they love the club like i feel like i'm not like i'm not a, an apologist for the glazers but like this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, they bought Paul Pogba about four or five seasons ago. He wasn't cheap, right? Okay, they bought Bruno Fernandez, Daniel James, Addison Kamai. Like I feel like they're trying. Like I don't understand why everyone hates the Glazers so much. That <laughs> being said, I know they take money. I know they take money out of the club. That being said, if you hate the owner so much. I'm not saying protesting is not the right way because I, I here's the only thing. I just don't think the Glazers are going to sell the club because, you know, a couple hundred people breached the stadium. I feel like this, I'm just saying I'm not a man. You I'm wearing a man, New Jersey right now. Shout out to Pharrell on that man. But I feel like if I was a man, you. Yeah. Shout out to Pharrell, man. Shout out to Pharrell. <laughs> Star Trek. Here, here's my thing. If I was a man, you fan, I feel like I would just stop. I would, I feel like I would just boycott the team. Like Stop buying jerseys. Stop watching games. Stop. Like, just, I, I mean, I don't, like, that's the thing. Like, it's hard for me to understand, and maybe you can break it down. Because I'm like, I don't know if I would have gone to protest, but I would stop supporting them. Like, I would try to hurt them financially to where it's like, the owners are like, okay, no one is messing with the club anymore. Maybe I need to do something differently. But I feel like 
this is like, I don't know, like, I feel like they're the kind of people where like, if you just like do something like this, but you keep buying jer- like you like the guys broke into the state and they were yeah. like, man, do jerseys. I'm like, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, like, he- respond, yeah. tell me what you think about that. Cause I'm just like, like, I understand you're mad, but I feel like the same people that are mad, like you're right. still supporting the club, which it's like, that's like, it's like a guy telling like, or a girl telling a guy, like, I don't like you, but, like, she still comes over to watch movies every night. And it's like, do you not like me? Or, like, it's like it's like a mixed signal. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why I'm just a yeah. little bit confused. I'm like, is there something else you can do? Because, like, I feel like you can do something else besides tell them you yeah. don't like them. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a really good point because I, I feel like technically, I mean, we just talked about this, but by math, um, man, you can still technically win the title, right? It's not... It's not officially cities yet. Um, so this is right. It's not officially so, I mean, I, I, again, I think it will be in one or two weeks. But anyway, uh, it's kind of an odd timing. I think, like, to your point, it's just odd timing. Like, this is the best they've done since, obviously, since Sir Alex Ferguson left. You know, they're, they've never been looking this good in the league. Um, you know, they're probably, to be honest, going to win Europa League, as much as that hurts me to say. Um, but I just, you know, being a yeah. fan of a of a team who's owned by Americans, it's a little bit of a different story just because, you know, Stan Kroenke hasn't put a, literally hasn't put a penny in. Um, and, and yeah, you bring up a good point where they bought Paul Pogba, you know, they, they splurged on Bruno Fernandez. And I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't, Harry, Harry yeah. Maguire, Harry 88, Harry you know, Maguire. And they picked up, albeit he was a free, but they did pick up Cavani, who's, if they didn't have Cavani right now, like, I, I mean, Martial is Martial, plus he's hurt. Um, Rashford hasn't had the greatest scoring season. If, you know, if they didn't really, if they didn't have Cavani and Bruno Fernandez, like, where would they be? They definitely wouldn't be second on the table. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's odd timing, but I just think that it's just a culmination of all things. You know, the money, how much they literally take from it. They act like it's, you know, their their bank, like a, like a loan officer. They just keep taking from Man United. Um, and then the, you know, the announcement to come out and support or be a part of the ESL, I think that maybe is just like a bit of a tipping point there. Uh, I also think that, you know, for the amount of fans that protested at Arsenal a couple weeks ago, there were way, 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 way more, um, you know, protesting the Super League and the Cronkies for, I think, a better reason. Like, you know, they're tent on the table right now. They don't spend money on anyone. They bought Pepe, but they did it in an odd way where it's like, you know, weird payments over four or six years or something like that. So plus there just weren't that many fans to protest that were, that were protesting. I mean, you, again, if we look at the Arsenal pictures two weeks ago versus the man you picks, there is, it was kind of night and day difference. Um, I thought there would be a lot more United fans, but there really weren't that many, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Same. They got a great a Same. couple Same. Uh, corner flags that I'd have, I'd have somewhere. I mean, this is my wife's office, but I'd have them, somewhere and you know that's a pretty great souvenir um and i'm glad that it seems like they kept it somewhat yeah. somewhat cordial i i heard that like there was a gate left open there's there's all sorts of like you know rumors or whisperings as to how they actually got in but they didn't really you know do any vandalization it was i saw them throw what appeared to be an extremely expensive tripod um but <laughs> you saw that <laughs> yeah yeah, saw it. Homeboy threw it. Yeah, back so I mean, you have a good point. I don't. I mean, I, and not being a United fan, I don't really have all of the insight uh, as to why. But I mean, I think 
it's kind of like this was just the tipping point with the ESL and you know they've hated the Glazers for quite a long time. Um, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. so we, we gotta we gotta ask the audience, Man U fans, if you're watching, get let us know. A, do you think this is gonna make the Glazers sell? Ed Woodward, Woodward, whatever his name is, already said he's leaving. Like he set out like a like an exit plan. He's already out. Um, do you think that like or what do you not like? Like what what is it that the Glazers are doing besides you know using uh, right. Man U as their personal slush fund? What are they doing that makes you so mad? Because like I like I'm not saying they're doing everything right, but I I think I mean I'm not a man fan, but I'm they're doing mm-hmm. something right. You guys are second in the table. Harry Maguire was eighty mil. Bruno was a lot. Pogba's your highest signing at about ninety. Right. Dan James wasn't cheap. Juan Basaka wasn't cheap. Like the Brazilian or Portuguese guy on left back. I mean I feel like you guys, like you guys are second yeah. best team. In the Premier League, you're the best league in the Europa League. Like you got, you guys are steroided up. I mean, yeah, that's a good like, point. I mean, like I'm not saying I'd be happy to be a Man U. I, I'm not saying I'd be happy to be a Man U fan, but, but like, what's the, what's the? I mean, the owner, he might be a bad guy, but I mean, I feel like he's putting like it's hard to beat Pep, man. It's hard. Yeah, Chelsea did it. You know, Liverpool did it. Man, man, you might. Who knows? They might do it. I don't know. But like here, here's my other thing. So like, kind of like what Brooks said. Like I thought, like, like I'm not saying that the outrage isn't real, but I yeah. felt like there should have been more people. Like if you want to send a message, you need more. You need more people because I'm thinking it's like, like I like I made a post on Reddit and I got some interesting comments. Like one guy said, like, okay, like you got like a couple hundred guys that are that are PO'd. They come down here, they protest. The game gets postponed. What about you know, the players, you know, like that, like for them to reschedule this game is going to be pretty hard, right? Like schedule's already packed. You know, Jurgen Klopp don't play that. He's already upset. He already thinks the schedule's too packed. Now they got to get another game in because it's postponed. Forget about it. Second, it's like, I mean, your team's going to play a, a game in a tough spot. Uh, you know, it, they're going to lose money. Maybe you don't care about the money. Other, but then think about like the other fans. You got fans over here. You got fans in Brazil. You got fans in Spain. You got fans in the Far East. Like all those people took time out of their day to watch the game, and you guys kind of ruined that for them. And like, do those fans? And like, here's here's where like the question is: It's like, are the is it is it just the British fans that are upset? I think that fans? you hit a good point. Oh, sorry, keep going. And I'm, no, that's it. I'm like, is it is it just the British guys? Because like, if so, like you got you. You have the ability, or of course you have the ability, but like you have the right to speak up. I just want to know, like, why, why are you so mad? Because like a lot of the guys that I know, and we're stateside, like they're like, yeah, the owners suck, but I don't think they're like to a point. Because it's like, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. We live it. Well, we, I'm in Utah, right? I'm in Salt Lake City. Used to support our local club. I still like them. Real Salt Lake. Old story. Dude named Checkets owned the club. Some people liked them, some people didn't. I don't know if there was ever a campaign to get him out, but they got him out. And the next guy that came in, I can tell you right now, it went down a notch. So getting a new owner doesn't always guarantee that they're like, you might get a new owner that might like be pro-United. I mean, he might've been born in Manchester. 
you know, war red his whole life, but maybe he doesn't have the same assets to buy you a Bruno Fernandez or a Harry Maguire. Like, all I'm saying is like, like if the guy hates football and it's a business, but he does enough to keep you, com- I don't know. Like maybe, you know, I like don't, don't blame me. Don't, don't dox, don't dox. Yeah, he's learning I'm, sorry. I'm, just, I'm just curious. I don't. Yeah. I, I bought the Jersey. It was cool. I got a few others. I don't wear them. This one, you know, you can kind of tell not really, but anyway, I'm just, I'm just curious. Cause it's like, I feel like you guys are a competitive club. Like I would be happy to be a Man U fan for, for, for in terms of like how you're performing in the table. But they're like, obviously people are pissed or at least certain people are pissed. And like, like if it, is it just the ownership that needs to change? Like you should be mad at the manager. Why aren't you mad at Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Like, well, that's a good him. point. I, I think that, I, that's something else they should be happy with, right? I know that as an Arsenal fan, having an Arsenal – some call him a legend. I'm not going to call him a legend. He was, he was a captain for a few years, you know. Yeah, and he Hell. just, you know, missed a couple crucial penalty. Yeah. But you know, we're not going to talk about that. But I think that you know, all they're going to is is a legend for Man, at Man United. Like he, it was his foot that gave them. Yeah, I mean that's that's a different story. But I think that it just took some time, yeah, for him to really settle in for the you know the team to really adapt to the way that he wanted to them to play and the, to the way that. I, don't know, I guess his style of managing and coaching and you can see that, you know, sticking with him, um, which this is not directly the Glazers decision, but it's people higher up and they stuck with him. And I think that it's starting to pay off. We're seeing that. Um, but I do think like to go back to your earlier point, I do think that it's, it's probably more of a British fan or at least a, a Manchester fan base. And I think that they're really the only fans that, I mean, I don't know how to, how to softly say this. I think that they have the right to be upset more so than an American, you know, a stateside fan or a fan, you know, in one of the Asian con- uh, countries or South American countries. I just think that, you know, especially if, you know, like you said, they grew up wearing red, supporting them their whole lives, because that's what it, it it's, it feels like something has been taken away from you. And it, and it is the Glazers that did that, you know, that took them public and that made them this, I don't know. I, there's just a there's a good and a bad to every side because you know when you lose some ownership or some control when the fans lose some control or ownership of that club you know that's when real money essentially starts to come in um but i mean yeah you can't have it both ways and i would yeah i would be interested to know like what if we could get you know one of the protesters to give us some insight as to what exactly it was that they were, you know, so mad about that would be, I know that they want their club back, right? Give us our club back. You know, they're flying, flying yeah. the, the green and yellow. Um, they're, you know, talking about you stole our club, give it back. But I mean, you bring up a good point. They are, they are performing really well. They, I'm going to say it right here. I think they, they will win the Europa league. Um, and they're going to be back in Champions League, and they're probably finishing number two this year in in the league. Which I know everyone wants to be number one, but I mean, hey, as an Arsenal fan, what I wouldn't give for number two. Uh, so yeah, yeah, two doesn't look bad from t- from yeah. tenth. Well, yeah. Let me let me say one more thing about this situation too. So I'm like, okay, so I don't know exact. I don't know exactly when a uh, Man U like was sold to the American owners, right? I don't know. All I know is the club right now is worth about 3.5 billion. Yeah, that's a B. Right? They're worth 3.5 billion. That's a B. 
a B for Brooks. That's a B for Blaine. That's a B for Billion. That's triple B. Billionaire <laughs> boys. Anyway, what I'm saying is like, if it was owned by the people, not saying the people don't have the same business acumen of an of, as an American business owner, but or or maybe the the value of the club isn't important. But without being a club worth a billion dollars and generating the kind of revenue that they've achieved because of their business acumen. You couldn't afford to buy the Brunos, the Pauls, the Fernandez, the Juan Basakas. You couldn't. You couldn't do all of that. Like you look at some of these German clubs. Like no shade, no shade to the Bundesliga, but like a lot of these clubs that got the fifty plus one ownership yeah. arrangement. Like, like look at Clone. Look at uh, Werner Bremen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dusseldorf Football Club. Like these. Like they could barely afford to buy like a like an Alexis Sanchez, you know, after 32 right. years, like that, like, like, I'm just saying like, you, you don't like, it's like, like, like Brooke said, you can't, you can't have it both ways, or at least I don't know of a way that you can have it both ways. I mean, Bayern Munich would be the exception. Bayern Munich's the exception to the rule. No other club is moving like Bayern Munich is. And I think the exception to Bayern Munich is they are a direct path to the Ger- like they are an extension of the right. German national team and there's a history and there's an understanding with the German players. It's like, we want to win. We're going to go here. We're going to go here on free transfers because there's an understanding. It's where our co- coach probably told us to do. And that's what we've been like built to do since day one. Schalke 04 knows it. Dortmund yeah. knows it. Uh, you know, uh, Bayer Leverkusen, like everyone knows, like our good players are going here and they're going on free transfers. And then they got a wage structure that like, they're not paying, like David De Gea is making like 30 mil a season. No one at Bayern's making that kind of money. And I mean, and I'm not saying, I'm just saying in the Premier League, there's a lot, like there's a lot more competition. Like if you don't play for Man U, you go to the other side, you're blue. There's four clubs in London, you know, there's Liverpool. There's teams like Everton that are still competitive. Newcastle almost got money. So it's just like, like the grass isn't always greener. I'm like, maybe they sell, but you know, who says like, okay, now the fans, well, first off, like, I think you said like the fans said they were going to go to the bank and get the money. Is the bank going to give them that money? JP Morgan would buy the bank. JP Morgan would give you the money. But like, who's to say if the fans own the club, like, like, it's like, look at Thierry Henry. Look at uh, look at no Andreas Pirlo. He loves Juventus. He loves football. He ran the club into the <laughs> dirt. Passion isn't always enough. Like like find a guy that loves football more than Pirlo. How did Juventus not? Juventus might not finish top four. Ronaldo might have to leave the club because he loves to play European football. It's like the fans. You guys might take over. Please don't flame me. I'm sorry. But you guys might take over and run Man U right down into the championship and they're competing with Nottingham Forest and ask, or like Norwich. I don't know. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I got to say about it. You know, I, I'm not condemning any of the protesters. I understand you guys did what you felt you mm-hmm. had to do. I think you did it in a mostly respectful way. You know, I know, you know, that tripod got damaged. Let's put together a GoFundMe or something. Help help out the cameraman. Maybe he had insurance. You know, I think a few people got injured, but you know what? I like who who's to say what really happened there? So I'm not condemning any of you people. You did you you, you just I'm a little bit confused and I'm not saying you did the wrong thing. I just don't think they're gonna sell because of a little right. protest. 
I think if you really wanted to sell, like hit them where it counts. Hit it like the money, money speaks. Stop buying jerseys. Stop going to games. Stop streaming the games. Support another club. I, I mean, I know that would be hard, but if if the stadium's empty, granted there's still billions of streams around the world, but if the stadium's empty come next fall, they might get the message. If if jersey sales drop. Yeah. If support goes down, unfollow them on Instagram, unfollow them on Twitter. If their social media drops and they become pretty much irrelevant, like players won't want to go there because they want to play in front of fans. Like imagine, imagine if you're Paul Pogba, you go to play at Old Trafford and there's 2000 people in the stands after the pandemic's over instead of like 60. You're not going to resign when, you know, cities has 80,000 and Real Madrid has a hundred thousand at the Bernabeu. Like, like, I think there's better ways. I'm not like telling you not to do it. I'm just saying you do that, but also do this. I think there's better ways to get your message across that could really hurt the owners if you hate them that much. But at the same time, I would say, you know, the new owners might not buy you an $80 million center back. That's barely, barely making the cut. Yeah. That's all. No, no shout, no shade, no shade. Harry Maguire. I'm just yeah, our, our center back. Our, yeah. We had to get a 32 year old, somewhat washed up sign him to its extension that's how bad it was for you know so it could it could be worse but yeah i'm, I'm with you on that yeah we we had to sign a 36 year old yeah but yeah, you're you're uh i would have taken him and on a free i would have i would have still yeah yeah that's that's true though he's still he's still top still top i mean he's getting it looks like he's getting a little bit more injured uh a little bit more injury prone, but I still, man, I would have taken that guy. I would have taken him. I would have taken Cavani. There were such, there were some pretty good frees that PSG just like uh, Ibra was a free. I mean, man, these guys just let them all go at the end of their contract. I just let, just let, let them it walk. run down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I guess that's probably I, – I feel like we've said what we can about the Manchester United situation. Right. God bless Man U fans. God bless Man U. I hope you guys figure it out. Uh, good luck in the Europa League. But, like, before we go, let's let's talk real quick. Let's talk predictions for the, uh, the Champions League this week. Uh, I think we've already established uh, – you know who 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 we support in that regard, but like, what what are your predictions, Brooks? Like, who do you think wins tomorrow's game against Paris and City? Uh, it's just, I mean, this is if 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 you've kind of been paying attention to Liga, and this is kind of how PSG play. It's like, you know, they'll they'll lose a game to a mid level, a mid table team, and then they're going to come back and you know go f- win for nothing. So. That's a really tough prediction. If I'm basing it off of last week at all, um, I mean, even with that red card, they just looked like they were fed up, frustrated. It just didn't look like a team that had like the camaraderie that City does. Doesn't have the, de- I don't think it has the depth on the uh, at the bench on that City does. Um, they just didn't look nearly as good as City. Like I said, Mbappe had 30 touches versus I think Navas is 31 touches. Uh, Neymar still being named. I'm just like, dude, they just didn't. If, if it's any, if last week is any indication, I think that City easily goes through because plus they're playing at home. I mean, they just looked amazing. De Bruyne's back, De Bruyne's fit. Aguero scored at the weekend. He might not even need to play. Um, but yeah, it looks like I think City is going to go through, which, yeah, I, I love Pep, but I really want PSG to just get this and I want 
you know, the Argentine Pochettino to get his. Uh, and Shout out to Punch. All the Argentines on the PSG roster, too. So it looks like City's going through. I hope that, you know, they turn things around, but it looks like PSG's going, I mean, City's going through. And I think that uh, if they do go through, they are easily take, you know, the other end of the games. Maybe it's going to be Chelsea for your sake. I hope that it is. Um, but I just think that that's going to be, it would be cool to have an all English final, but City would, I think, have no trouble taking care of them. That's my prediction. Listen. <laughs> I, I I feel like I have to agree with you. I mean, it like City City on their day, they're just a force to be reckoned with. They got goals like from from the front to the back. Really, goalkeeper can assist. Goalkeeper can score if he wanted to. Like even like when their players aren't performing, other players step up. Like Sterling can't score. Ilki Gundogan's you know going to eight game nine. He'll get a hat trick in the game. That was nutty nuts. You know, Ruben Diaz getting headers. John Stones can't defend well, but you know what? He's getting goals. DeBron is good in goals. Fernand Torres getting goals. Bernardo Silva, the whole team. And it's like for, for PSG, man, it's like if it's not going through one of the two, you know who they are. Mbappe, Neymar. If it's not go or, or Di Maria is like spamming across. It's like they like, I feel like they rely too much on like, like, like a, 30 second like moment of like brilliance yeah. and like now all of a sudden they're one up but then they got to play like 85 minutes right and like stop city and i feel like to stop city from like scoring like what they have to win like they have to either win what from like scoring like what they have to win like they have to either win well psu would have to win one zero or did they lose two one at paris or was it three one no because they okay, got so they yeah they got two away goals city got two away goals no, two zero. I don't. I don't. I mean, I so think I can see them scoring yeah, two goals, you know, on any given day. But I just can also see City scoring easily, um, especially with that defense right now. Yeah, yeah. I just. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. Well. Yeah, so yeah, the prediction like we want PSG to win. We both want yeah. PSG to win, but the like Yeah, I mean I'm with you on that. I definitely think that that's who's going through. What do you I mean, it's Pep has been here before. I know that you know, he's had a tough run since he's left Barcelona as far as the Champions League goes, but he's this is just I mean it just feels it just feels like he is yeah. going to win this. It feels like they I don't know, they finally all have that belief back, kind of like his first like what's his second season when they were like you thought for sure they were winning everything it's just you know it kind of feels like that again so i think that they're gonna i think that this is their year that'd be great i really hope that he does it but yeah again on the other hand i do i wish it was psg but it's gonna be city and it's gonna be pep and i think that that's gonna be great for them i'm happy for city too i'm happy for the city fans yeah yeah, I, I was gonna say there's like there's like we have our preferences, but like to me the way this final four is panned out, there's really no losers. Like if City yeah. wins, I love like I like Pep a lot, and I love a whole bunch of City players. That good for them. If PSG wins, 
Not sure that I love Punch, yeah. but I don't mind him. But I love a bunch of PSG players, and I'd love to see them win their first league, their first their first oh, title too. I would be so mad. If Chelsea wins. That's that's my team. I don't need to say anything else. <laughs> I don't need to say anything else. Cry later. And if man, if Real, if Real Madrid wins, I'm like, at the same time, like, I mean, who doesn't like right. Zinedine Zidane? Same. I mean, I don't want Real Madrid is the last team I want to see win, but at the same, at, but at the same time, it's like, it's like it's hard for me not like I. I it's hard for me not to root for Zinedine. You're right. Like, I feel like people don't give him respect as a manager. They say like, oh yeah, like, right. you know, like you, of course you can win the Champions League if you had Ronaldo and he wins three in a row. Then they're like, okay, come back when he's gone. And last season they win the league. Granted, it was a, it was a, it was a you know, people call it a weird season, but he won. He's great. And now he's, you know, in a, in a semifinal again in the Champions League. And, you know, he's doing it with... He's doing it with kids this time. He's doing it he, like he's showing people like I'm not just you know, you know a, a, a ball <laughs> dribbling distributing maestro that headbutts people when I lose my cool. He's showing I got my cool back and I have not lost absolutely, and I know how to manage a team. Like he, I tell I'll tell you this. He's earned my respect. Yeah. For the sec for the second time in twenty years. So it's like th- there's no loser. There's by the no way, loser. that Benzema there's goal. Winners, but there's degrees to it. So anyway. No, yeah, he's he's geez, and they're not even man. playing like, in how, their um, like you normal like, stadium. You can't hate on that. They're right. So yeah, there's kind of a lot going against them, and I think that playing, this like, is a really great run. Pitch. I definitely don't. I mean, I I don't want them to win it. I don't want Chelsea to win it either. But uh, yeah, I think City's going to. Be. Yeah, this is that's going to be. I think that'll probably be a more exciting game um, than PSG, but. Just because yeah, it's 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 basically level, you know, one one. Uh, Chelsea have the away goal, but it's going to be, you know, Man- Madrid will be away. So I think this is going to be really that's yeah. going to be a really really good game. Is yeah, yeah, I bet. And I I I, I just I'm, this I'm is what you up. get when I'm so fired up. I just can't believe if if there are any fans out there that don't know what it's like to have been a Chelsea fan before Roman Abramovich. Just think, just think like, I guess I would say West Ham, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. West Ham. Like you're like, you're not, you, you, you're not terrible, but, but like, you know, there's no real chance. Like, it's like, I, I read something about West Ham, like they want it to like, like Antonio, their striker, he's been like struggling for fitness all season, and they're like trying to identify some new some new strikers. Yeah. And David Moyes is like on the Daily News talking about like we don't have the money. Like it's like you never have the money. Like but 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 you're but you're good. Mm-hmm. Like you're a good London club. You play at London Stadium, but you just yeah. can't compete. Like you can compete for a Roman season. Roman Abramovich turned them around. The injuries roll in. You don't have the. Depth, I'm gonna have to fact check this. I'm gonna get hit up wrong, but I think that he was. That was his second choice was to buy West Ham. I think that uh, had Chelsea not made Champions League that year, he wasn't going to buy them. Oh. That's I think that's how the story goes. Yeah, we'll have to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, it, he he was in the oh. running. He's like, okay, I want that's a London club. Prefer it to be Chelsea because you know they, I guess, are the better known they are now anyway. But um, I, I don't remember if I, I think that. 
West Ham was up there on the table too. And uh, yeah. yeah, he was like, well, if Chelsea makes Champions League, it's a done deal. If they don't, I may have to go a different way. But yeah, so you you turned out really lucky. He's put a ton of money into that club, his own personal money, which is is admirable when you you know we go over what we just talked about yeah. the last couple of weeks with American owners. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Roman and yeah. I would never Roman out. Roman Have there Roman been Roman State. out? I mean, is, any, the is there is that even a thing? You know. Okay, I wouldn't imagine. Nah, I, 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 yeah. No, no, not, not as long as I, not as I can remember. I've never. He's usually the one to the get coaches you know, to go. Oh, you say philanthropist? Go, never the man up top. I mean, he's, he's a philanthropist, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. He, yeah, he like Roman's yeah. like he's like the model coach. It's like you win, you lose like yeah. four games in a row, and he's like calling this, calling the chairman, saying like, "What's going on? Like, tell this yep. guy to leave. Like, I don't want to see him ever again. Like, all he wants to do is win. Like, all all Roman wants to yes. do is be competitive and win at any cost. Like you said, he's taking money out of his own pocket because. Yeah. Because he got he got money like it, it doesn't mean much to him, you know. He's like, oh, we need a we need another strike. The only the, the only thing I'll say about Roman Abramovich, this is my only critique. If you watch this, Roman, I love you. But it's like uh, like so we uh, like we Chelsea is notorious for like letting players go before they're developed. And like Serge like, Gnabry when he left Arsenal, them later is they're good. good. Kind of like Man U let Pogba go, bought him back for ninety. Okay. Oh man, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that, like that. Roman Abramovich, when stuff like that happens, like he's such a proud man. He's like, we will not buy that player back. Like Declan Rice used to be a Chelsea kid. They let him go to West Ham. He's like, sorry, bro, you're great, but we will buy anyone else for twice. Like they, West Ham could say he's seventy mil. He's like, okay. Uh-huh. We'll go. We'll go pick up uh, someone else for one forty. That does right. the same thing. Like just, just out of pride. Like we aren't buying Kevin De Bruyne back because we let him go. We're not buying back Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, I, there was a video I just saw. With like it's Jose a pride Mourinho, thing, but like uh, he, like, he was talking about. I'm not a Jose Mourinho fan, but that's, he was like talking about Roman Abramovich, and he was like, "There's this, you know." At the time, I was telling him, "There's a striker I really want. We need him. He would be. He is the missing piece." And he's like, well, who, who is this guy? I want to go watch him. Blah, 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 blah. Where can I? He's like, no, 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 Roman. You don't ask questions. You just pay for the player. And that, that player, you know what that player ended up being? Drogba. Yeah. Was it Was it Rom? So, I mean, the... Yeah, I had oh, just nice. I just saw that. Okay. It's a pretty cool story. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool because okay, that, that shows that Abramovich okay. really... I mean, it shows how much he cares, but it shows how into like kind of the day to day he is. You know, he he's he's not just a he's just he's not one of these never present owners. You know, you see him. I feel like every Chelsea home game they pan to Abramovich. Yeah, and it's unbelievable. You you once a year maybe when he's probably there. there was yeah. you know when yeah he's I don't there. know when there was something going on in London that. Kroenke had to be at you. You see him maybe at an Arsenal game once a year, but this guy, he loves his club. He loves the game. He loves you know supporting them and putting his money into them. So, yeah, that's uh, I, that yeah, much. Kroenke. I will say, 
that he's taken them from, you know, a club that really didn't have much going for them as, as far as like, you know, big trophies or anything in the past. And he's put them on the world stage. So that's pretty huge. Really? Really? I mean, I never saw, <laughs> I never saw that many, I never saw Chelsea jerseys until Chelsea elite baby. Yeah. Like West London. Let's of, go. Like late. Like 2004, six, they started to come out. You know, now Evan, everyone is like the Heat. Like everyone's a Chelsea fan. Yeah, everyone's now. Yeah, I mean, every, every yeah. it's easy. Yeah, you know when you when you pick right. up a drug, but when you got John Terry and yeah. Lampard, and all of a sudden Michael Ballack's on the team, and Michael Sen and mm-hmm. uh, Joe Cole, and all. All, and then yeah. you sign like an Ashley Cole, and you got Petter Cech, Bronislav, like all like all these legendary guys. It's like it's hard not to be a fan. It's like mm-hmm. it's like yeah, it's like an overnight like it's kind it's almost kind of like the same thing with City, right? But 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 more personal because like Roman, like he's like he's in London, he's he's trying to do things, and he's like vocal about it, like like even like even like with the uh, with the ESL stuff, like apparently like they were like i mean he like gave it the okay but he he thought that it was a good thing and like the minute he saw that his fans were like not happy he was like irate he's like what what do you mean the fans are upset like get us out of this like no debate about it like get us out the fans aren't happy we don't need the money we like we just like i just want to be a a club that's loved that is successful I don't Which care. Which is the exact about, opposite. Like, that's all he cares about. It's like, he wants to be like S.E. Enterprises. But, you know, that's a good point. And I think that right, that's... Now we got just, you know, to, yeah. to, to add one more to that, I think one of the... I don't know who wrote this or who said it. It just came out on Arsenal's page. It was like, you know, we didn't want to be left behind. And that's why we joined the ESL. And I think that that may have been a lot of... I'm not saying that that's a great reason or that's a valid excuse, but I do yeah. think that somewhere out there, that's that's a pretty valid, like, Oh shoot! So you're saying that this is going to be the biggest thing in the world, and you're saying that if we don't sign, we're going to be left behind, and we're going to be like, I mean, an Aston Villa or a West Ham or something. Like we don't want to be that. We're a big six club, so I think that we have to jump on this boat. Yeah, yeah. In that respect, yeah. But I, yeah. So who knows? But I, uh, I can sympathize. Yeah, I mean, Abra- yeah, I can sympathize with that. Incredible. What you would have bought Arsenal, to be honest. <laughs> oh well all right man well i think Can we that's one more probably, thing? That probably just about does it for uh this week's uh so i forgot about this we uh last week we uh, talked about zaha and the blackout sure. boots. oh of course um, we got. have another seemingly switcher to puma um yes, yofi sigurdsson he was wearing them over the weekend did you see that who 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 done it Okay. Oh. Okay. I so the Everton game was What's like, up? I was like hey, Puma. Jeez, we're taking everything. Man, shout out to Gilfie Sigurdsson though. What's yeah. up? I our, our offer is still there for them to scoop us up. Yeah, yeah. They What's are. up, Puma? Yeah, wow. That's yeah. That's crazy. Just sign up tonight. Up, scooping up players left Let's and start. right. Yo. All right. Send the contract. We'll sign them tonight. All right, then, well, 
if that's if that's it, then uh, we'll catch you guys next week, same time, same place. Thank you for uh, you know your support, and uh, it's Blaine, and we got.